What's up, anybody listening? Welcome back to the Bughead Podcast. We took a little break throughout most of the end of December and January, but we're back here with another episode. I got a special guest for this comeback. I got Domino. How's it going, dude? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good myself. Uh, how you been? What have you been working I'm on? All right. You just put out a, uh, a new single. How was that? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I mean, it's doing pretty good. Uh, it's only been about a week, I think. Um, but yeah, it seems like people like it. I'm trying some new things, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, you're, uh, you put out pretty close together uh, Zion and Blood Sugar, kind of back to back. Are those part of like a new project you're working on or anything, or are they yeah, just I've singles a, on their own? Yeah, I've got an album uh, that I'm working on right now. I've been working on it for a, a good long time. My last album came out like two years ago. So, um, yeah, it's called uh, Jihad, and um, I've been just grinding out tracks. Um, Zion actually was like, I, I just like liked the song so much that I just like put it on SoundCloud. I didn't want to put it out on all platforms, but um, Blood Sugar, that, that I had been working on that for like months and preparing for that for like months. So I've heard a lot of people, uh, in what response I have seen to your music, call you like new metal mm-hmm. or just metal in general. But I'm looking at your hashtags on Blood Sugar and Zion. And one says Witch House and the other says Electronic. So you're yeah. obviously pulling from like a good amount of influences. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is new metal like a genre that's influential on you? And uh, what other genres do you like pull from pretty heavily? Yeah, um, so, well... With Nadir, um, I would say that, yeah, I was definitely going for, I was trying to update metal, to be honest, and yeah, I, I was listening to a lot of Korn and a lot of uh, Deftones. Um, I mean, obviously, I like Death Grips as well and a lot of experimental things, and I just felt like metal had reached a uh, a point where things are just kind of mundane and just uninteresting, and um and at the time as well, I didn't really have a following. Um, so I was just really doing it for fun, really. And um, yeah, just trying to just trying to update things. Um, so new metal, yeah, has been kind of an inf- inspiration, but I'm trying to get out of, you know, being seen as just a metal uh, artist, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely updating the genre. Like, I definitely hear the the Death Grips and the Witch House influence in yeah. most of your songs, even on Nadir, which you're saying was like very supposed to be very metal. Um, mm-hmm. Something else I like that you do is you like don't shy away from the fact that new metal uh, was defined quite a bit by the fact that there's a lot of hip hop and like rapping influence in a lot of new metal. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people who are trying to do the new metal revival, since new metal is kind of like a resurging genre right now, um, mm-hmm. they don't bring in that. The They don't try and rap on any of the tracks. They try and like keep that out. But somehow you manage to do that and still remain tasteful. Like on, um, I, what is that song called again? See, I don't even remember my own fucking. Oh, yeah. Um, what it's worth yeah what it's worth and and even black plague um you know hip-hop is 
just special. There's there's a reason why hip hop is you know kind of dominating the culture right now, um, because it's just there's there's just a certain energy that you get from it that you don't really get from other music, and I think that's why in new metal they they use that because it's like an energetic you know kind of just lose your shit genre um and you know i i am uh i'm i'm mixed my mom is black my dad is white and i get i get a lot of like colliding worlds um when it comes to you know growing up and listening to music and stuff like that so yeah i just try and incorporate like anything that is interesting anything that you know could just i don't know sound new i guess yeah you do a good job with it it's definitely better than like sometimes you'll go to a show and there'll be some metalcore band up there and the front man's trying to like do a rap verse in the middle of the song and it's the worst part of the entire set uh <laughs> yeah. you, de- you definitely do it a lot better than like a lot of newer metal rap fusion yeah i just try and um like you said i just try and keep it tasteful um you know i think um with what I'm doing right now, it's kind of like uncharted waters. Like I, there's no tutorial on like how to make like the type of music that I'm making. So I, it's, it's really just about discovering with myself what I, what I want to hear and what I think is, you know, good enough to put out, I guess. So back to the heavy genres for a bit. Uh, on the beginning of Zion, you sample what I'm pretty sure is the the cough from Sweet Leaf by Black Sabbath. Are you into like? Oh, that yeah, that's Blood Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Blood Sugar. The... Whoops. <laughs> but are yeah, you into a uh, lot of like uh, older or like classic heavy metal? And if so, dude, I'm into some... fucking everything. That's one thing about me. I'm into everything. I listen to a lot of shit, but. Uh, yeah, I love Black Sabbath. Like Black Sabbath is is crazy. They like I wouldn't say there's one certain thing that directly influences my music. It's just really about like like the appeal with Black Sabbath to me is in the seventies, you know, like the Beatles were big and like Beach Boys and shit like that and they kind of just created a sound that nobody had ever heard and that's that's what's the most intriguing thing about bands like that it's just like they brought something new to the table they you know created something and everybody loved it too like black sabbath is like a household name and it's really inspiring uh when bands uh do that when they can like create something new and then make it work you know do you have any other traditional metal bands that are like a big influence or that you want to talk about at all? Um, let's see. Well, I have to mention Electric Wizard. Electric Wizard. Oh, makes fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love Electric music. Wizard. Electric Wizard. Like, I know music is objective, but I feel like objectively, Electric Wizard makes like the best music I've ever fucking heard because it's just so like... It is genuinely, like, the heaviest... It might be, like, the heaviest band that still, like, maintains. It's heavy. <sighs> I, I, The thing about metal... Like, I know I make, like, metal-inspired music. Yeah. But the thing about metal is, like... There is a beauty to it. There, It's not just 
you know, the heaviness that that's kind of what I'm trying to know. say is like they're one of the they're one of the few bands who can like make it sound really crushing while still maintaining that. Yeah. That no, yeah, it's definitely crushing. Yeah. But are you a, are you a big like doom metal guy or? Yes. Doom, Fuck yeah, yeah doom dude. is. Doom is one of the best genres there is, hands down. I don't give a fuck. Doom is probably my second most listened to genre in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also a, a, a newer band uh, called Hell. I don't know if you've heard of them, but I haven't. They also they also inspire a lot of what I do because they also um, they have some tracks that are kind of like folk music, and and they're a doom band. They're like a really you should check them out. They're really fucking good, but um most of what i like is like they're they have these like folk sections and then it just goes straight into just you know those classic crushing doom sludge riffs and it's just like it's shit like that where like people take um just what's the word people they just take steps towards like something that is just like I wouldn't have thought of that. That's great. You know, I think that's what I like about witch house as well is, um, witch house is another one of those fucking genres where it's like, Oh my God, this shit is amazing. But, um, it's really dark. Witch house is really dark and, um, melancholic. I would say, um, yeah. it create, it, it sounds like lullabies to me, to be honest. And, and it's crazy how they just put this Southern trap, you know shit over it like salem salem is another like group that just fully inspires me to do what i'm doing because it's just like unapologetic it's just like here's these detuned ass vocals just like rapping over this fucking like i don't even know man it's just so great like these crazy soundscapes and these like dark 808s and shit like that it's crazy salem's one of those artists that like i i've been meaning to do a big discography deep dive into but just haven't yet uh i've listened to king knight all the way through king knight's great it's fantastic i really like what i've heard i just i need to get into the both salem and like witch house as a genre in general it's really one of those kind of things i've been interested in that i haven't dived into too deep well, yeah, once you dive in, there's no going back, really, because before King Knight, they were doing, um, they have this, what is it? They have this, I don't know, they just have a bunch of Lucy's. You can, you can go on, like, uh, YouTube and just find a bunch of shit that's, like, circa 2008, like, 2008 to 2012 of just, like, random-ass songs that they've made, and, and it's really good. They also have this, um... EP called Yes I Smoke Crack which I think anybody who is making music like anybody who wants to get into it like that's a must you have to listen to that like it's it's a it's only four songs and the first time I heard it it blew my mind there's a track called Dirt it it just reminded me of like Nirvana in in a sense like just this counterculture like grungy fucking trap i don't even know it's crazy so uh you think that's like a good project to listen to if you want to get into making music do you have any projects that influenced you to start making music or stuff that like 
was inspirational yeah. for you in the start? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, music has always been there for me. Like I started playing violin uh, when I was five. I asked my parents like to get me a violin. Um, and Do you then, still play at all? No, no, no. <laughs> I stopped. I stopped because um, I I liked metal more. Like I I listened to like at the time I was like eight. I got a guitar and I listened to like ACDC and like shit like that. Um, <laughs> kind of kind of cringe now, but um, <laughs> all eight year olds that liked, uh, all like ACDC. Yeah, though. yeah. That's that's like that's like metal for an eight-year-old yeah but um yeah I got into like guitar and I just kind of taught myself and never really took any lessons um so I mean what what inspired me to start I would I would say like ASAP Rocky is is an artist that kind of made me think like yo I want to like really do music because um what is it? Uh, live, love, ASAP. No. Long live, ASAP. I think it's at long last. It's like the it's the one with like the face. You know what I'm talking about? He's got about? a like couple the... albums that are like named similar things like that though. He's, yeah. He's got like two. Yeah. I don't know. I forget what it's called. That's funny that I forget that. But um. Yeah. ASAP Rocky definitely sparked something in me. I would say Kid Cudi as well. Um. Corn, definitely. Um, Deftones. Uh, specific records, though, um, I would say Around the Fur. Um, Classic. No, Lo- no Love Deep Web. No Classic. Love Deep Web is another um, record that really, it, it kind of put me in the mindset of, like, I want to innovate things, you know what I'm saying? I want to change some shit up because... That record is just completely off the fucking walls. Anybody who knows that record knows. I think Death Grips for a lot of people um, in kind of our generation, as we see more and more people make a name in music, we're going to see Death Grips become a bigger and bigger like known influence, like artists' favorite artists thing. I, yeah. I feel like anybody who's making like electronic heavy music, uh, I don't know what the word is for it, like mishmash, is gonna at least know abstract. who death grip yeah like that type of kind of genre mashing abstract music is gonna quote death grips as an influence yeah i mean they 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 built the fucking like they're the cornerstone for real like you kind of yeah that's another thing you kind of have to listen to um to kind of be put yourself in the mindset to like make something great i think let me think um Mashuga is another band that I feel like kind of sparked something in me because they do. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Do you know them? I know Mashuga, yeah. Yeah, um, with the polyrhythms and and shit like that. Like that shit just like blew my mind when I heard it and like made me like the those artists like instilled it in me. I was like, I can do this. Like if they can do this, I can do this shit. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Meshuga is like a cool one. I like Meshuga, but I I feel like they're definitely a uh, a music artists band where you have to. I don't play any instruments. I don't like make music of my own. And when mm-hmm. I listen to Meshuga, like I can I can kind of start to understand a lot of the music theory 
ideas that people yeah. are telling me that it's in there, but like I can't fully wrap my head around it. But like every, a lot of people I know who play guitar and stuff like that are, are big into Mashuga. Yeah, um, the thing about Mashuga because I can only play like a few songs that mm-hmm. they have. Um, but the thing about them is, if you if you can kind of wrap your head around what they're doing, the the type of grooves that they can create just by like mixing different um time signatures and and shit like that um it's just about because like how do i word this here's what i'll say like for me personally there isn't anything that um inspires my musical process like i when i listen to music and i hear something i like I'll go, okay, yeah, that's dope. That's awesome. But it doesn't, there's not a single band that, you know, makes me want to do what I want to do. Like I sit down at my laptop and I make whatever comes to my head. And it's just the, these bands and these records that can open, expand your mind, open you up to new things. And, and that's really um, crucial to making music because if you don't have the ideas behind it, you know, it's just going to be whatever, you know what I'm saying? I was actually, I was just about to ask, like, do you want to go over what the process of making a song looks like for you from beginning to end? Yeah, uh, so, step one, marijuana. Hell yeah. Um, that's a must, because that's another thing that puts you in that headspace to just, like, not give a fuck and just create. Just just create. Um, but <laughs> other than that, um, I'm, not, I'm not even the most... Um, like I don't have a routine. I don't have like a method. If it hits me, it hits me. If I if I want to like sit down and make something, I can whip something up in like 30 minutes. I think that yeah, that's what happened with Zion. I I made that in about like 2 hours and I was just like, fuck it. I'm putting this out. So with you it's kind of like if you get the spark, you can sit down and like really bang something out. Yeah, and and then sometimes on the opposite end of that, I will have no ideas, and it will fuck me up. I'll be like, "Damn, I don't have no ideas. I can't do nothing." But um, I mean, in terms of like equipment, I guess like I don't even have. All I have is a laptop and and like a what is it called? A audio interface. Um, and I think that kind of goes to show that well i mean it's it's proven now like anybody can do anything I, i've never had like a formal education in music i don't know music theory i don't like i taught myself how to play guitar when i got a daw i opened up google and just you know looked up how to how to fucking use a compressor how to use a limiter how to do vocals um 
so yeah that that's my process is just crack open the laptop get a little intoxicated i cannot believe i did not mention lsd lsd is also something that is crucial uh to opening up your mind <laughs> is the lsd for like before for getting in the spark or is that like a during the process element as well it can be both it can be anything you want it to be <laughs> um i um i usually just take it before and uh usually it just leads me to that like i might be out doing something or i might be like you know hanging with friends and you know it's a it's a long trip it's like 10 12 hours yeah um so yeah i'll I'll have this like eight hour experience and then the last four hours i'll be like wow that was amazing let me go and make something because like the experience just drives the music you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i've actually got i've got a song that i made while i was tripping and that that one's not out yet but i can tell you that shit is fire that shit is fucking fire how far into uh making jihad are you oh dude you know every every step that i take like i'll i'll complete something i'm like i'm almost done i'm almost done and then you know it just it just keeps going i don't know there's there's always something i'm wanting to change or you, um, you just keep getting higher standards and like bigger aspirations every time that you definitely see a success yeah, in that definitely. Or... yeah definitely um because i feel honestly i could i could put it out right now and it would probably be pretty good but um i would say my ambition is kind of holding me back from doing any of that right now like i want the this album to be the best album like one of those albums i was mentioning like that just kind of changes your perspective and and just changes music as a whole i want it to be great and i want it to take me places i feel like um I want to speak on this. I feel like with the scene that I'm in, um, you know, I've gotten to meet a lot of people and it feels like some people are of the opinion that like underground is just where they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I'm honestly trying to take it to, uh, like a whole new level, like a household name type shit. Like, like with, um uh what's it called fucking black sabbath you know what i'm saying like yep they were able to achieve just worldwide status and i know like i know that's kind of ambitious but why why would i shoot for anything less than that you know what i'm saying why would i i mean if you never if you never try uh, limit myself you're never yeah like why would i i kind of hate when when people kind of just limit themselves to a certain area like how could you not want your music to be enjoyed by fucking everyone in the planet you know what i'm saying yeah you have it in you that you could you can make it i'm when i was listening to a lot of those early artists who are coming out of like the a2b2 scene you were one of the ones that i definitely like saw latched onto and was like this guy has like the potential to really go somewhere with your music yeah i appreciate that 
it, it felt like some of the most unique and like high quality stuff coming out of there. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Um, of course. I would say like, it's just a matter of like, I know it's cliche, but you have to kind of believe that you can get there. You know what I'm saying? And I think another contributing factor is I, I like pop song structures. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I, definitely. I, I make my shit like verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus, you know, you know. It gives it a really catchy feel. I feel like a lot of your, your songs get stuck in my head. I think that's what people need to understand. Yeah, I think that's what people need to understand is like you kind of need that in your music. Like you can make something really dope, but something has to stick in somebody's head. Like there has to be something that really clicks with somebody to where they're like, I want to listen to this over and over. I want to follow this person. I want to see what they release next. There has to be that aspect. You can listen to the most like technical, like crazy ass black metal that you've heard in your entire life, but you might come yeah. out of it not being able to tell one song from the next, or like being able to remember any specific moment in it if it yeah, all just kind of no, nothing stuck. It can still be a, like a fantastic album, but it just it's never gonna it's not gonna stick with you the way that something with yeah. a pop song uh, yeah. structure. I think it's really will. really important, and it just makes music better. Uh, in my opinion like i i do listen to like some weird shit that just like you know doesn't follow any rules but when it when it comes down to like i'll go back to salem salem does a great job with it they they have everything i feel like that just kind of catches your ear and uh makes you want more yeah i think that's how like an artist as experimental and harsh mm. as Death Grips got as big as they are. Exactly. Is because they still kept that pop song yes, structure exactly, and those catchy yeah. choruses and hooks. Like everybody everybody knows yeah. the intro and the chorus. To it's like fucking Get God. genius. Everybody like, knows. It's fucking genius. Like people made fun of yeah. Guillotine, but yeah. like people still remember yeah, that song. It goes, it goes. Like everybody fucking reason. knows that, bro. And like it's important. People need to understand that. It, like you can have, you can even have like, the most like abrasive ass music that just like yeah it's so crazy but if you don't have something memorable you're not going nowhere yeah i think uh so i'm actually like right now i listen to a lot of like baile funk i don't know if you're familiar with that um i'm not but also like hardcore just like the doom 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 oh yeah yeah you know and the best part specifically about Bailey Funk is like there's literally just one little rhythm that they basically just play the whole time and that in and of itself can be the thing that catches your ear you know what I'm saying just like like it just I don't know you repeat it enough it's gonna get in your head I think um I think there's a lot of oversaturation like with stuff um what's like break core is kind of popping off right now and i i hear it everywhere and it's yeah really getting on my nerves because nobody nobody tries to like uh change anything or update it like it's just the amen break that kind of just pushes that genre and it's really annoying <laughs> i uh I love it when it's done right, but I've definitely kind of, I'm starting to hit a point with breakcore where like so much of it just sounds yeah. 
very, very samey. Where it's like atmospheric sample in the background. Some... I, I liked it at first. Yeah, yeah. When it was like first starting to pop off, I was like, oh shit, I like the sound. I'm glad to see more music coming out of it. But it's it's like completely taken over yeah. all electronic subgenres. And there's still a lot of it coming out that I really, really like. Like when it's done well, it's one of my favorite genres. Mm-hmm. But most of it is kind of, I don't know, uninspired. Yeah, I would say uninspired. I would say the music industry as a whole right now is kind of hitting a hitting a wall, um, which is like people who are not willing. I, I'm gonna blame TikTok and and that sort of like short format video. Yeah, that just you know something has to. I got so much beef with TikTok. Something has to like spark your receptors in seven seconds. Or, you know, that shit's just going to fly right through one ear and out the other. And it's really fucking annoying. Like, it, it it definitely, like, pushes a lot of great artists back. Like, who are trying to actually update things and, and not, like, just make something that just works, you know? It's just something that'll get you, like, an amount of views, you know? To me, like... yeah. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't give a fuck if I blow up tomorrow or if I blow up in 20 years. Like, I just want to keep it real. I just want to make shit that you're not going to get from nobody else. Yeah, I definitely see what you mean with, like, the whole the whole music industry being kind of uninspired right now. Especially, like, I feel like even mainstream radio pop music like a couple of years ago was way better than it is now i feel like i even though i in like middle school or like early high school i was a little pretentious hater i still remember more of the songs from then than i do yeah what's coming out now and like I'm, I'm, and i'm talking like not like underground or like niche or pop artists but like the radio yeah well like now there's just a formula i know you see those fucking terrible like pop punk garbage songs that just you know kind of pop off on the platform yeah just on the internet in general like and and nobody really likes it but it's generating people the audience that they they want like what what is it um bad publicity is good publicity is that the term all publicity is good publicity yeah to a certain extent well yeah for them like it's just publicity they're just getting it and yeah. that that's how an artist like Machine Gun Kelly can be like one of the biggest out right now is because even though probably most people hate him, that's still attention on his face to get him on people's screens. It's kind of crazy because I can't I can't name a single person that actually likes even that genre, even whatever is happening right now. Like, how is it that these people are? making money and and going to all these events and playing these big ass shows like nobody wants to fucking hear that that shit is garbage turn it off yeah there was there's a certain point i think the initial pop punk revival was genuine i think a lot of people were like kind of going back and listening to 2000s rock bands but Mm -hmm. that's one of those like genres where it immediately got Oh, I'm not saying pop like punk. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, pop yeah, punk you, is I know bad. what you're talking like about. You're talking about punk. like that. You're talking about that like new like label made. Yeah. Pop in quotation marks punk. 
Just like industry plants, yeah. I don't know. I got beef with all of them. I don't like none of them. I feel like we went through a lot fast. Uh, we could talk. Do you want to talk about like A two B two? Because you it, you did some of the online like the URL fests, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh. Well, I was um. It kind of. Well, I was on episode one of the radio. Like I was. Yeah. I joined. Um. Actually, I don't remember, so I'm not even gonna try and recall that. But I joined pretty <laughs> early on. Um. I think it was like right after um Night of Fire one like the live stream yep um and i don't think i even had music out yet no i didn't um and i was working on optica and mm-hmm. i joined their marketing team um okay yeah i was on the, what did that entail nothing fucking nothing like <laughs> that it was just a just a label like it was just like just a you're on the marketing team nothing nothing happened yeah. nothing happened but yeah, and then I put out Optica. Um, that was my first mm-hmm. EP. Um, it's very, very dingy. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I still like it. Um, and a couple people in the server also liked it. Um, I had a song on there called uh, Ghost. Um, it was in Arabic. It was like Shabachun. Um And that one, uh, that one made it to the to the album. That one made it to Nadir, right? It did, yeah. Yeah, it did. Yep. Um, and that is the song that, uh, aired on the first radio episode. Um, and Bort, uh, what's, I don't even know what he is. He's like a manager or some shit. I don't even know. But Bort shouted me out. Yeah. He just, he's just there. (laughs) Um, he shouted me out on that and, uh, that kind of put people onto my music and it also kind of you know, made me go, okay, I need to start taking things a little bit more seriously. So I started working on my album and I still didn't have like a huge following at the time, but yeah, I started working on that and, um, I put out two singles. Um, one was zip bomb, uh, and the other one is black plague and black plague definitely was one of those songs that kind of got me like an actual audience and um so i aired on episode three of their radio show um i also did like you said sunset fest i played a, a url set um and then after that yeah just growing my audience and um they were planning uh night of fire two, and I played that show. It was fun. Wanted to go, but it was twenty-one up in uh at the NYC one, and I was still twenty. Damn. When it happened, so I I kind of I was eighteen. I. Oh yeah, but you performed. God damn. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I just like I kind of witnessed it through, uh, Charter's Instagram posts, and that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out microplastic. Shout out Charter. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, um, it was fun, but, you know, I, I mentioned all that stuff that I did. I was on, you know, episode one, blah, 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 all the way up until there. And, um, the thing about that show is, you know, it wasn't really planned very well. 
Um, Mm -hmm. and I actually, funny story. Um, the whole reason I even got that, um, placement, like to play the show, um, Bort had DM'd me and said, um, Hey, do you have any videos of you, you know, performing that we can see? No promises, but we're thinking about putting you on the show. And I had never played a show before. So um, I actually, <laughs> I asked my friend at the time to like get her friends to come to my apartment. And we did this like little fake house show. <laughs> um, we just like recorded me performing. It was like four people. It wasn't, there was like that's nobody there. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> DIY. That's awesome. Yeah. Like it was super, and it was super last minute. Cause I said like, um, I was like, yeah, I can send you something. And then I said, actually, I've got a house show coming up. Can I just send you videos from that? He said, yeah, that works. So um, <laughs> yeah, I ended up just uh, doing that. I sent a couple clips and, and they put me on, but there was always this threat of like, there was a lot of competition in, in that server. Like it was a creative, you know, server. There was a lot of people who were creators and, um, I think it put me in a, in a weird position where I was always kind of wanting like the attention, if that makes sense, not, not the attention, but like, you know, it's my music. I want to make it, you know what I'm saying? I want to kind of be on top. And I didn't really like that because I also wasn't taken very seriously just because I was a community member and, um, playing that show. Um, they had a main stage where, you know, machine girl and Arca and all them were playing. Um, and the other, the, the community stage, yeah, and um, there was this community stage off to the side, and it was it was in a whole different room. It was like a back room, and they told us that there would be like signs pointing to that door saying there's another stage here. Um, but I heard from well, there wasn't when I got there. There wasn't, and I also heard from security that um, they were told to tell people that's the, like the main stage is the only stage. And that was really disappointing. Um, and so, yeah, I just spent the rest of the night in the green room. Kind of just like, I mean, a lot of people came and, and, and watched cause I had to hold the door open with my jacket. Um, but it was just kind of like, damn, like, I like it just made me realize that if I want to get anywhere, I can't really rely on, you know, this thing that kind of just like I can just be casted off to the side whenever. You know what I'm saying? You you don't want to have all your support coming from like one location because if that yeah. one location shuts off, then yeah, there, there goes your support. Yeah, and and um, I think a lot of people at that time were just kind of not happy with, uh, the things that A2B2 were doing, was doing. And, um, so yeah, I decided to just distance myself from that. I just left the server and I actually, uh, after that, I just went on my Instagram and I was just like, Hey, I, I'm putting together a, a server and it's called Omnimortem. And, um, I was like, 
I wanted it to be a thing where it was just a few people, like a close knit community of people who mm -hmm. take themselves seriously and, and want their things, like their art, their music, whatever it is. We've, we've got people who, like uh, Daniel Um, amazing, amazing visual artist, also very smart, very like codes and all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. We've got, you know, a bunch of different uh, musical artists like Ella. Ella is extremely fucking talented. Um, they're a rapper. Um, and they have these like ethereal beats. I, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, I think you should get in touch with Ella. Ella's really good. Um, but yeah, we have we have a we have a few um, like just artists uh, that I put together um, just to like have this common interest. You know, we help each other out. We help each other with uh, the visuals. We help each other with promoting. You know, we help each other with mixing. We just hop in, hop in a call sometimes and uh, tell them what direction. I, I get help. Uh, shout out my boy Connor. Connor helps me all the fucking time, like making my music, telling me, hey, uh, this part, you know, you should kind of dial back on or you should add like synths to this part. And and it's just really, um, it's a lot, it's, it's way more gratifying than being in just a random Discord um, chat with just people you don't know and just trying to like what what it felt like with a2b2 is i was trying to just convince people that i was worth listening to you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. just promoting myself you know what i'm saying like not really having anything in common with a lot of people not really being heard out you know what i'm saying and i just yeah i just thought it would be better to distance myself and and start up omnimortem is that public or is that like a private server private it's a private server but we have a uh, instagram gotcha. uh where we post like whenever we have a release coming up we post about that and sometimes we like do the paid promotions on instagram um yeah and and if you ever if anybody listening to this ever wants to just have one place where they can find great music, great art, just go to that because we'll always be posting about um, all the artists that are within that. And um, we'll, we'll probably uh, invite some more people in at some point. Um, uh, right now, we're just focusing on the people that we have. Uh, I guess last question. Is there anything, anyone, anything coming up that you want to shout out? Um, Just Jihad. Like, be on the lookout for Jihad. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, I'm trying to make this album great. I'm trying to make this something that people go back to all the time and say, this is this is the album that inspired me. Other than that, nothing really. All right, sick. You heard it there. Keep an eye out for Jihad and keep an eye out for all new Omnimorton releases. Uh, we'll catch you next time here at the Bughead Podcast. Have a nice night. Oh.